days on it'll be on first sure, sure. awesome awesome well i first want to say man and um it's an honor to be connected with you thank you so much for taking time out your schedule man um to speak with me i know we were supposed to get this done last year but now we're here you know so that's what matters and what counts so guys today today um i have a very special guest on the uh show today it's um it's been some time, you know, I've took some time away from the show, from the platform. And, um, you know, I'm just grateful to be back and be present here with you all. You know, this time around, we're here to stay committed and also be consistent as well during these times of uncertainty, you know. So I just want to thank you all for wherever you're listening at right now, for being present and being here. And um, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the Inspire Before We Expire but today I have a real special guest on the show um, by the name of Mr. Pascal Batchman, who's an international speaker, author, business and life strategist. With 30 years of experience, Pascal has coached more than 20,000 people, has built several businesses in four different industries. Known as the CEO of Strategy Achievers, he empowers entrepreneurs, public figures, celebrities and influencers to achieve the success they desire. This gentleman has also um, been featured by Yahoo and New York Finance as a top entrepreneur to follow. And um, his values driven PR marketing service provides top notch exposure to clients. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to take some time. Just please help me welcome the man, the myth, the gentleman himself, Mr. Pascal Bachman. Pascal, welcome to the Inspire Before We Expire, man. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, thanks for the introduction. Sounds very big. <laughs> absolutely, man, absolutely. I thank you for taking time, you know, to be present out your busy schedule. Um, so I first wanted to ask, man, I was uh, would love to know a little bit of your background, if you want to dive into that and share with the people, for those who may not know, would be your first time, you know, just getting to know you. So that'd be awesome, man. Sure, sure. There's a lot to say. Try to keep that short. Like many of us, uh, or like many entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs out there, I grew up in a family that wasn't actually a family. I grew up in a in a orphanage in Switzerland. Uh, don't know my father. Don't have a relationship with my mother. Have two stepbrothers. So it was a special time for me to grow up, I guess. And I guess I say I guess because, you know, when you when you grow up like this, you don't realize the difference. You just see how others grow up and you experience your own life. But I didn't give it a, a lot of thought. But uh, growing up like this, I, I went into the wrong crowd. And this is when I start to experience it or realize how much influence your surroundings actually have on you. You just become that by being around them. And and we hear that often you are the, the average of the five people you hang out with the most. And I can confirm that because I was hanging out with people who deal with drugs, who have street fights, who do all that stuff that you shouldn't do. And uh, I became one of them. And and this is how I grew up until I was, I believe, about 16 when I got serious with martial arts. 
I, I did Taekwondo back then and I was trained by an ex, ex uh, world champion, a Korean. Uh, he was in the Vietnam War for a while, had a lot of experience in what he teaches and that was kind of a motivation for me. I was inspired. I felt like I have a dead replacement and authority that uh, really looked up that. And I became obsessed and fanatic. So I, I was a lot at the gym. I, I work out a lot. I learn all the rules uh, of what to do, what not to do, how to be a gentleman, how to have the discipline and consistency to actually execute. I had a goal which I achieved partly. I was fighting at the world championship in Taiwan. I went to Thailand. I changed into Muay Thai. Uh, so I did a lot of martial arts until, until an accident ended that career in Thailand, actually a bike accident. And I needed to, to refocus, to find a new vision because that dream was gone just, just like that. I was like, okay, what, what now? Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool, man. Good. Um, you know, I knew it had to be tough. Today, um, you know, growing up and uh, I know it had to be tough. Um, I know it had to be tough growing up, like you say, in an orphanage and not really having family or support. But you know, somehow, some way, you went through it. You know, and um, along the journey. I've always learned along this journey that you meet somebody that sees some some something more in you than you may see. So for you, that was someone who introduced you to Taekwondo, who was a mentor, a teacher, and someone who's seen a lot more in you than you may seen at that time. So take us back into that moment, man, um, as far as connecting with him um, and uh, what are a few different key pointers and few things that you've implemented let's say principles per se that you've implemented into your life that has helped you become who you are today, but also being able to pass it down to a young 16 year old Pascal out there in Switzerland and surrounding areas. What are those key principles he helped instill in you that you've implemented and something that you would like to share with a young 16 year old Pascal out there? Right, right. One, I, sh I probably share two main points that uh, stick with me often when I speak on stages. I, I talk about these two stories. The first one is one thing that I learned, realized, and implemented is he always said, like, he was extreme. Like, when you, for example, do the punch, he was looking at little things. Like, do, do you just have your fist up there or do you really give energy and power in it. And, and the metaphors that he always used, like, guys, you are here. You came here. You invested time. You decide to be here. Why don't you give a 100% every single second? Like, you made the effort, the decision, the commitment, and now you're standing here doing, like, a 50% pose. Like, I want you to give 100%. If you do something... Give it your all. Everything else is just not very smart. Like you do the 90% and show actually up and then you, you just give, don't give your all. And that's something that I realized down like in all areas of life. 
if I show up for something, if I commit towards anything, I do it. It's almost like Yoda. I think he said, there's no try, do or don't do. And I agree with that. You, you just do it. And, and, and that's something that I, I realized brings me much further to not just commit, but to commit, to give it my 100%, which is always good enough. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I love that, man. I thank you for sharing that. You mentioned along the journey as well, as you got into the space, you know, um, you became really good at what you did as far as, you know, Taekwondo going through the process of that. But you also said you mentioned you got injured. So take us into that, man. What happened and what occurred and how did it help develop you to not just allow you to be stronger on the outside, but stronger on the inside as well? That was a key point. You know, when you have a goal and a vision to become something and you do everything for it every single day for years, and then it, within a few seconds, you realize, okay, that dream is gone. What I, I actually had a, I had a fight in Bangkok and I got an elbow up here. Uh, someone stepped on my knee and the elbow went in my head here. I went down on my knees and, and the gong came which saved me pretty much. I went back into the next round and actually knocked the guy out. But something within my head was leaking, like there was something not right. But after the fight, I always drove with the bike to the mountains to just be alone, like for two or three days to relax, calm down and all that stuff. And when I actually came back down on the bike, I was in the curve with the bike and, and a truck must had lost sand in that curve and I slipped away and uh, yeah that was the accident like my foot my left foot was the bike was on my foot and, and it was kind of like meshed all over the street uh, almost like sandpaper and and I, I, I just knew you can't use that foot in a way you need to use it for martial arts so it was a very long healing process more than one year but anyway I was in Thailand I went to Chiang Mai and uh, I visited that Asian or Chinese traditional Chinese hospital and I decided to work there for them and learn everything that they teach uh, before I went back to Switzerland and opened my own praxis that was the first business that I actually created but the mind shift for me was I realized that the value that I have, the way I see myself, the value that I have for someone else, for the world, for my family, for whatever or whoever it is, uh, is determined by my beliefs and my decisions. And if I do not have a vision and a very clear intention of why I do what I do, an accident like this can just wipe you off like this is when most people feel completely lost. They don't know what to do anymore. What's my purpose? If the purpose is not defined before that, they feel helpless, useless. And this is when a lot of situations become dramatic. But that was the, that was the one thing that I realized. I have a life purpose. I know that I'm here for more than just martial arts. So I, I was able to to realign with my purpose. And uh yeah, that was that was kind of the key for me to really know why 
am I here? And and this is where I actually went into personal development. Uh, because, and, and I don't know how your experience is, but so many, and, and your listeners maybe, I have that discussion so, so many times when I ask people, who are you? And most of the time I get a job description or I get a definition of of past experiences that they believe is made who they are today or they became who they are today based on past experiences. And that, but I believe we are much more. I believe that so many times we hear nobody's perfect. I I am here to say you are perfect. We are all perfect. I believe that we we come to this planet Earth perfect. And what happened then is we all have experiences while we grow up. And that perfection, we, I call it the light, that we all have within us, pure love, the divine itself is part of who we are. Now we grow up with all these experiences and every single experience creates a layer. Now we, we are full, full of these layers and belief systems. And now we grow up and, and then layer face layer or layer face layer. But if we truly know that in the person at the other side is the same light, the same divine, the same perfection that is within me somewhere behind all these layers, this is when I can stop judging. This is when I can try to connect with the light in the other person, which is the truth. All we see is the layers and the behaviors based on past experiences. And now people believe that this is who I am. No, that's just another layer based on a past experience. But underneath that, you are much more than you think you are. We all are. This is where we create. Beautiful, man. I love it. I love it, man. Um, I know you've been through some things, man, along your journey to get to where you are and get to who you are today, man. And um, I love the way you just broke that down. If you can give some advice, you know, for someone out there, man, um, that may be going through, you know, some hurt, some troubles, some struggles, and um, just don't know the next step for them. Don't really have the support in their corner. Don't have the mentorship in their corner and they just feel like they're just ready to give up you know they're just ready to give up at this moment in time what would you say to them and why would you say what you say to them uh, I don't have a piece of paper here but, but two things <laughs> first the first thing is everything that we all experience if, if you in a situation somehow all we see is darkness and cloud and anger and frustration and all the negative emotions. And we are in the midst of, 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 of that cloud. I, I, I want, maybe I can take this real quick just to, I think it's a, it's an easy. It's a, all we see when I put that close here real quick, it's, a dark cloud and we are in the cloud and that's all we see. And what I recommend to do is to really step five steps back to see that this is just the gray cloud around that cloud is beautiful blue sky and the sun is shining. Like 
in situations where we feel helpless, where we feel lost, where we feel like I want to give up, I'm I'm done. It's most of the time because we are focusing too much on that one particular thing and it overcomes everything else. But if we are able to make that step back and we see that there's actually blue sky beside that cloud, I need to be able to see the whole picture. That's the one thing Dr. Joe Dispenza often say, where energy or where focus goes, energy grows. And I agree with that. To take a step back. And the second thing is maybe a hard thing to understand, but I want you to at least uh, think about it. I learned that a few years ago, and and I agree today and, and use it in many of my own challenges that appear. Today, I believe that nothing on this planet has any meaning. It's all meaningless. The only meaning that something has is the meaning that you and I give it. There you go. I love that. That There's there's a speaker award I won. I give that award the meaning. That award doesn't mean anything. It's matter. That's it. People who don't know me don't even know that that stuff exists. The meaning that I give to my children, to my wife, to my house, to my life, to everything that I have, it's just the meaning that I, the label that I put on it. And that's my perception, my belief, my point of view, how I perceive something based on how I give it meaning. And if we take that into consideration, if we are in situations like this, and ask ourselves, maybe I just give that situation way too much meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Everything becomes digestible. And then I can do that step back and see the whole picture and realize, hey, why am I doing this to myself? Like, yeah. of course, it's easier, easier said than done, but it's worth a try because it works. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. No, absolutely. Now I love that man. Um, now I'm, I think that you're sharing a lot of, a lot of value on this platform, man, today. And I know a lot of our listeners are taking in, hope they are listening to implement information. I was watching an interview with you, man, um, and I was really intrigued. And you said that many of us lose sight of the why, right? So why is the importance? What is the importance when it comes to the why? And how do we continue to, because like you say, there's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of distractions out there. There's sometimes people holding you back versus trying to push you forward. There's sometimes you pull, push, uh, holding yourself back. But the main thing is the why. So how do we not lose sight of that and continue to keep knowing that the importance is what's in front of us, but all of us are on a different journey, right? So as you just said, that there is no meaning unless we add meaning to it. So sample us into that, man. Let's let's just get into that why, because I think that's really important. Some people just don't know the key factor when it comes to just keeping that main vision and also just staying on top of your why, no matter where you at or what you're going through during this time. So, I, I love that question. And, and, 
that that is especially important and, and very valuable if someone is trying to achieve something and he or she is failing again and again and again and and uh, I remember Thomas Edison, I believe it was, who once said, uh, I have not failed. I just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And, and I think in our journey, it's the same thing. And, and if the why is big enough, the how doesn't matter because the why I, I simplify it when I explain it, if it comes to importance, why, or, or, or I start differently. Nobody goes, leaves the house, go into the car, sit down, turn on the motor and start driving without having a destination. I mean, we always have a reason why we go somewhere. Otherwise it's just pointless. Nobody does that with, things like that and and for me it's the same thing in life we didn't learn all these things in school but to actually know why i want to achieve something why do i want to be healthy not to not to just not have pain or to feel great to live longer to be of value for my grandkids or whatever it is it's it's different for everybody but to ask that question that crucial and critical question in all areas of life why do i want so many times when i give sales shop and uh, sales trainings uh, i ask uh, so what, what is your vision or what is your goals and all that stuff and people come up with all the things the house and financial independency and the car and all that stuff and then when i for example ask them so why do you want that car why do you want that house why do you want financial freedom then they come most of the time because I want to be independent. I want to be fulfilled. I want to have peace every single day and be able to do what I want every single day. So you don't want that money then or that house. You, you have somehow the belief that that house, that money, that car gives you what you truly want. It's not the house. It's not the car. It's not the money. It's the freedom, it's the peace, it's to be fulfilled. So, and, and to really narrow down my personal why and the strategy I'm using there is the four time asking why. Uh, I think they do that in the army in the US or, or in the Marines. They always ask why, why, why? So if you come up with an answer, why do you want that? Because of X, Y, because of Y, Y, like to ask four times to really go down to, to your core values of why someone wants something. And, and this is, this is when, when we all can implement strategies on how to stay in line uh, and remember. I, for example, do that every single morning before I hop on the team, on a daily huddle with my team. I read my my ID, identity statement, my vision statement, and my mission statement. And it's not just a piece, it's not just a few words on a piece of paper. It has meaning to me because I was working on that stuff for years until I had the clarity that I need for me to have to thrive, to be motivated, to to keep going no matter what. And, and that's something that we all can do to really discover our own why in all areas of life. And, and the way I recommend to do that is to really write down uh, the why, like financially, 
relationships, health, like all these areas of life. Tony Robbins have the circle of life. On my website, you found the contribution finder, for example, what's your highest point of contribution to see what you love to do, what you're good at and all that stuff. But to use any tool, it doesn't matter from where, different areas of life and to really take the time and sit down and think. That's not a five-minute thing. That's something to journal, to write, to ask myself these deep essential questions like, what are my goals? What I'm trying to achieve? And then mm. to really ask, why is it? Why do I want that? Why? Do I run away from something? Or do I go towards something? For example, jealousy. Why is jealousy a core value of someone? Did they got cheated on and that's why they value it very high? Or is it something else? Or free, or, or being free? Were you locked up as a child always at home and you weren't allowed to go out? And that's why you want to be free and that's the value of yours? Or is it the world that just pull you in and you want to experience everything everywhere? So to understand myself and my core values and determine the why I want to achieve something, give me the strength, power and determination to keep going when it gets hard. And that's why I believe it's important to first figure it out and then to remind yourself every single day to to be on that mission with how we think, act, and feel, to just be dot be. <laughs> yes, sir. My man. Hey, man, that was powerful. Honestly, man, I love that. Each, each step you took us through, even what you say, you know, the particular consistent strategies and the timing you putting in with your team and going over the front, the, the four, I like that contribution one you said as well, um, because I think that's important too, to implement just giving them something different. You know, I think that's always good, man. Just everything, but the why will always take you what greater places in the what and how to, in the how. So I think that's dope, man. I wanted to dive into business, man. Um, you know, strategies, LLC, I know that's, um, you know, your organization. We know it wasn't built overnight. You know, I know you work with 20,000 plus people. And um, but I wanted to get into more. So, um, you know, along this journey, man, uh, like you say, you've been through a lot. You know, you know what it was to feel the heartache. You know what it was to feel um, to not just thrive, but also to survive at one point in time as well. What do you feel is the biggest pitfall you faced along this journey? And how did you overcome? And then also, as you overcome, how did you take the step forward to help others overcome to whatever they may have been going through when it comes to business and failing? The, the biggest failure for me was... And today I wouldn't even say it's a failure. It's a, it's an experience, a pitfall. I created different businesses. I always strive to grow. And, uh, and then I built a franchise. We have 13 branches we wanted to expand. I wrote a business plan, wanted to grow, not just in Switzerland, also in Germany and, and Austria. 
So I invited a few investors, made the presentation, had a lot of conversations, and we decided to go uh, and grow to 500 branches in, in these three countries. And uh, I knew it going to happen because I had the commitment. We had the verbal handshakes and all that stuff. And I know that the, that everything is going exactly towards the, the, the direction I actually plan to, to grow. And then I remember I uh, had the final meeting to signature the contracts uh, tomorrow, and I decided to give them a call real quick the day before. Nobody picked up. And then in the same evening, I got an email from this gentleman's wife that said, Dear Mr. Bachmann, I'm sorry to tell you that my husband passed away yesterday night. And I had an eight-figure bankruptcy after that because I said yes to different other uh, places because I knew that's a sealed deal. I was young. I was euphoric. So I said yes too fast and let them pressure me in other areas because I just was sure this guy did more than 60 deals in Switzerland in the past 30 years. And, and, the amount of money we were discussing was nothing for him. He financed cruises for like $960 million and stuff like that. So that was nothing. Uh, but anyway, I faced a eight-figure bankruptcy and I lost in that in that period, I lost everything I had. Within three months, I lost all my retirement, all my real estate money, eight-figure bankruptcy followed by a personal bankruptcy. Within three months, everything was gone. So I thought like, okay, what? What do you do now? And again, it was my vision that that saved me because I knew nothing really matters as long as I have something to look for, forward to. And I remember my doctor told me to, to go and meet a psychiatrist, which was one of his friends. And three sessions later, I came back and I told him, hey, uh, I don't need to go anymore. Say, look, what happened? Say, I'm fascinating the guy with how I think. So it, it doesn't help me. So what do you mean? I say, I'm sitting there. The guy asked me all these psychological questions. I need to go to the board and write down all the things, the, the numbers and millions of dollars. And, and then the question, how do you, how does that make you feel and all that stuff? And I just sat down and, and, said I'm 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 good like doesn't make me feel anything and then there was a time when he asked me the psychiatrist look at me and said Mr. Bachman I have a serious question I don't understand something so what is it so see I have people here in my practice every single day who have not 50% of your problems they turn into drugs alcohol suicidal uh, thoughts and tries you're sitting in that chair, look into my eyes, smile, and the worst thing is, I believe you. How do you do that? And I just told him, I, I do nothing. I can get up in the morning and the sun go down in the evening, doesn't matter how I feel. And the next day I get up again. Like, it's taken care of. Why should I worry? All these people on the board, they sign a contract that included a worst-case scenario. The only reason why they signed that contract is profit. Now the worst scenario 
why should I feel bad? Like I tried my best. So anyway, that went on. And, and then I, I started, I, I took a break actually for three months to really rethink what do I do? How do I do it? And all that stuff. And then I went back into business. And one year later, I made, I believe, 250K again after one year right away. And from there, I built. And then I came uh, in uh, a few years later, I came to the US to come to your second question, because for many people, maybe that's that's kind of like all the deep stuff and the spiritual and, and all the things with PR, like PR. Uh, <laughs> the reason why I actually do PR is that's personal personal branding. I believe it's super important. It's 2023. I believe that we all should own our name.com. We need to own our name. Every business has a face and that face should be out there because people do business with people. People trust people. They don't trust products. They don't trust brands. They engage and communicate on an emotional level with human beings. And that's why I believe we need to go out there and tell our stories. And and I'm writing a book about that stuff, two books actually, the first book is called Irresponsible Society. Uh, it's almost almost done. And that book is about, it was never Obama. It was never Trump. It's not Biden. It's probably you and me in all areas of life every single day. Because we, we cannot control everything, but we can control two things. The, thing we th- the way we think, our thoughts... And we can decide how we choose to react. These two things are in our control. Everything else is not. And and the other book is actually... Excuse me? I'm sorry. When when is the first book going to be released? Uh, The first book, uh, Irresponsible Society, Society should be released hopefully in January or February. But the books are going to be released before that. I believe it's September... September, beginning of October is uh, I'm writing a chapter in Brian Tracy's newest book. And that's about uh, that's about personal branding and, and PR. It's how to succeed in every market in business, I believe it, it's called. So I actually meet Brian in September uh, for that book. But th- that's the reason why I do strategy achievers, because... I I just believe that it gives me an op- opportunity to contribute to today's society. I can I can contribute and I can uh, do my part uh, for them. So the way I contribute is we pick and choose our clients. We have about 150 calls per month and we only work with 10 clients the clients that are in line with our values. And that's why I believe it's important because we create online authorities. We create experts. And we want to ensure that the experts that we create uh, provide value and have the answers for today's society, the answers that they need to be empowered and to have solutions for their problem. Gotcha. No, I love that, man. I think that it's uh, it's intriguing of what you've built. And as we know, it wasn't overnight. 
um, for you to build success, a successful organization surrounded by a supportive team, a thriving team. And then for, like you said, you got some exciting things on the works. Um, your two books are being released. So people go ahead and get that when it comes out September and also in the beginning of the new year as well. Um, it's exciting, man, that you're going to be linking up and working with, uh, legendary Brian Tracy, you know, so I think that's pretty, pretty dope. Um, Pascal, I wanted you to take some room, man, and um, just share something, you know, with the people, something you may never shared on any platform, any podcast, um, just something that you've been wanting to share. I just want you to give you to give you that space and give you that opportunity just to pour in to those who may be watching you that just inspired us taking notes every second, every time, um, every minute of this particular uh, interview. So if you want to go ahead and share, man, I'm going to give you the space and room. You're more than welcome to. Thank you. Appreciate that. One thing to share. Hmm. I believe that it doesn't matter if, if your listeners are business owners, male, female, like race, all that stuff. I believe we need to get down to the point that we are all human beings that have different experiences. And with these experiences, we have value for other people, for other human beings uh, who appreciate that. And, and, and the one thing that I believe we all need to be aware of is that, that the value that we may think is not that valuable because it becomes normal for us is immense value for someone else. Uh, often we trap into that place that it's so normal because I have that every, every day, single day for years. For many, many people out there, we are examples. We are leaders. We are the goal getters. We are the role models. And I just believe that we all have our place, our contribution uh, for people who want to grow, who want to be where we want to be. And that's why I believe uh, the one thing that I want to draw out there is get clear of what you want and why you want it, and then just go for it. Just do it. Go for it. Be brave enough and and. And that's actually a, a book from Brian Tracy. No excuse. Read that book if you're not brave enough, because we all have the time. It's we all have 24 hours. It's it's about our priorities. Uh, so just do what you love to do and and love what you do, because life is too short to do something that we don't enjoy. And with the one thing that we love to do comes passion, and passion carries a frequency which is energy, and that energy is received and it provides value to someone. Wow. I love that, man. Right about that. Um, like you just said, man, where energy goes, energy flows. Uh, I just wanted to say, man, I really, really enjoyed, enjoyed you today, man. I was inspired. I'm glad we got a chance to sit down. I wanted to take this time to just give you some gratitude. This is what I like to do. I think that it's only right to show you gratitude for taking time. Um, I know you're in, you're in Switzerland right now, right? I'm in North Carolina, actually. Oh, you're, oh, you're in the States. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I wanted to take some time to just uh, say, man, thank you for being present. Um, 
thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing a good message. But also, man, I'm truly inspired by you just being transparent about all that you went through in life and all that you went through, even going through an injury and all that you went through in business. And there may be some pitfalls. There may have been some stumbles. It stumbles. There may have been some struggles. There may have been some troubles. But you've learned to, to allow that to fuel you to tap into your purpose and to be able to inspire and help so many people. Because in today's world, man, people tend to think of themselves. It's all about me, me, me versus we. And that's what I try to get back to allowing people to know is that it's important to come as one and to knowing that there's unity and community. And when we come together, that's when what? That's when the magic happens. That's when the magic occurs. So, guys, if you're listening to this right now, I want you to support Pascal, his team, and everything he has going on. He has some exciting, exciting projects on the rise. He's working on some exciting things. He's in the States, you know, as well, but he travels. And um, just somebody who have a story. And that's why I wanted to sit down with him. Because truth be told, we were supposed to sit down last year. Mm. And we never got a chance to get it done. But what matters now and what matters now is that we got a chance to take some time to get it done and be able to sit down and just hear his story, hear his message, hear valuable key points he shared, especially talking about the why, pitfalls, and different other things he shared in his message is always important as well. You know, so um, I thank you, man, for being here and being present. And um, I wanted to, you know, ask you um, another question as well, but I just wanted to show you that gratitude, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, For those who are just now maybe starting in business or starting off as an entrepreneur, depending on what kind of business they may be in, and there may be some starstruck, there may be some naysayers in their corners that's telling them, you won't succeed. Or you're working on that little thing. You know how people talk. You're working on that little They don't believe but like you mentioned, long as you believe in you and long as you see the vision, you're able to go spaces and places that you desire and it won't be overnight. What would you say to those individuals or how would like, why would you say to these individuals? No, what would you say to these individuals? Excuse me. To help them tap out of the fear that they in. And tap more into the faith, but allow them to know that not whatever you just set your mind to, but knowing that if you take the step forward you are able to take your business to that very next level with the right people by you. Cause that's what you have a supportive team, correct? Right. So if you can knock that down for us, man, that'd be awesome. Sure. The most important thing I believe is what you mentioned it, for me, business and success starts with a very clear vision. I need to have clarity in what and why I want to achieve something. After that vision is clear, don't share your vision with people who are not in line with who you are and what you do because there's jealousy, there's misunderstanding, there's ignorance. People just don't see what you see. Why should they agree? They don't see it. So surround yourself with people who have the mindset and the that, that know that it is 
it is supportive to surround yourself with people who have their own dreams and chasing their own dreams and they do everything uh, they can to achieve their dreams. So in my opinion, experience is wrong to share all my visions and dreams and beliefs with the people who have nothing to do with that. It doesn't mean that I have to avoid, especially if it's family and friends and all that stuff. I don't need to avoid them, but I need to think with who I share my big dreams. And and I just want you to understand that if you share your dreams and visions with someone who's not able to see it, what do you expect? Of course, they don't agree. And, and, and that's the first thing, vision and clarity on the vision. Then the next thing is, uh, the next step is uh, the strategy. How do you achieve that vision? Like, what do I need to do every single day to achieve that vision? And the important part there is, if we climb the Mount Everest and we always look at the top, we always think like, this is way too far, way too big. But know that you're going to achieve that top and then come back and say, okay, what do I need to do every single day to get closer to there? And it starts with small steps. Every small step is an achievement towards the goal and they accumulate. We all know that. Something is far away. We start walking. We think like, damn, this is far. And after after 10 minutes, you look back and think like, damn, I actually have a lot of uh, way behind me. So to really break it down and to know that only a precise, clear strategy brings you fast to your goal or faster to your goal is crucial because once you once you think the strategy through, you can forget all about it and just focus on the next step all the time. The next step counts because once that achieved, is achieved, the next step comes and the next and next. And this is how things are accumulated. And then uh, the third thing is systems. Like if you have a vision and you have the strategy, try to create systems that allows you to be faster because you can create systems who do the work for you or you can hire a team who run the systems if you have the money and and. You can go to Upwork and Fiverr and all that stuff and get freelancers who do small stuff, but it helps you speed up, uh, especially to delegate things that I'm either not good at or that I just don't like to do, but I know they need to be done. So this is the the, the, the framework that I usually work, uh, use, clear on vision, then the strategy, then systems to be faster. And, and, and the last thing I may would add is, I would look for a mentor. I always have mentors, uh, someone who actually got it done, not a theoretical person, not just someone. Like that's the joke here in, in school in general, right? All these marketing gurus who teach marketing, even professors, ask your marketing professors, how many businesses did you launch personally and how successful were they? Most of them never, ever open a business. Why should they teach you or why should you listen to someone who is book smart? Like get yourself a mentor who actually proves every single day since years that what he or she is talking about works because they execute on that stuff. And, and, and this is also how you put yourself into the right environment because if you have a mentor who do that and guide you, 
you have the first and most important person beside you who believe in what you do and guide you. And and to pe- have people around like that is is the key for me. It's it's just it it it's an extreme energy force to do the, the other way. Like I want it's just like a relationship, like husband, wife, girlfriend, uh, boyfriend. And a relationship should give you energy. If a relationship takes energy every single day, I would think about what needs to be changed because it, it's supposed to be love and passion, which gives energy and thrive and, and excitement and all that stuff. And if it's the opposite, it's time to think. Nah, absolutely, man. Um, I love those four steps you just went over. Very, very important and very key as well. Like you say, one, mentorship is important. And the mentors also, people, if you're listening to, is not there to help you be just like them, but help you become a better you. You know what I mean? With the right support system and the guidance. And they're not always there to give you all the answers, but help, like you say, give you um, help um, equip you with the right tools and tips and tricks to help you take your life, education, business, you name it, to that very next level, but also teaching you more about the process and knowing that it will be some things that you go through. You know, the world we live in right now in this world is surrounded by technology. There's a lot going on. You know, as my friend Pascal just said, you know, so those steps are very important to really, really implement and to being able just to not care about what others say. Because if you have people in your corner that don't see something in you, that's okay because no one is going to see the vision. No one is going to see your journey the way you do. So what you do is you take it as a positive and you move forward. You're hearing it from the man himself. He's been through it. Right? So my closing question today for you, good brother, is when it's all said and done, what is it you want to be remembered for, man? It could be anything. What is that thing that you want to be mostly remembered for? Good question. Good question. I, the way I feel today, he was the one who always was who he is. I I just, I want to walk into every situation in my life all the time as me. And nobody else. And 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 this is what I want to be remembered. It's not about the achievements in business and life in general, because that's based on perceptions, beliefs, and value that we give, but to express itself as the one that you truly believe you are is what gives me fulfillment in my life. Love that man. I love that, being true to who you are. People will remember you. They will remember you. If you can, man, if you can leave us with your social media, um, anything else exciting you wanted to share with the people before we get out of here, and um, how they can continue to just support you in your journey, man, how they can continue to follow you. Maybe you have some weekly um, you know, trainings that you may allow the public to access um, or so of that nature. So go ahead, brother. Thank you. Uh, the two main websites, it's the one, it's my personal one, it's pascalbachman.com. The other one for business and strategies, branding and all that stuff is strategyachievers.com. 
And this is where you found all the social media. I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. And this is also where I announce pretty much everything uh, that comes up with newsletter boot camps and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we pretty active right now and create a lot of things the rest of the year and next year. That's pretty cool, man. What's something that you're looking forward to in the next year, man? You know, the new year will be here in the next few months. So what is that one thing you're looking forward to, whether life, business? Um, I know you're big into wellness as well. We didn't get into that this 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 interview, but we will get into it later down that journey. But what's something that you're looking forward to, man? For me, it's uh, getting back to health, getting back to be super healthy because in the past, and, and maybe we can talk about that another time, but in the past, 50, almost 20 years now, I've tried the 12 so-called best diet on the planet on myself, each for six to eight months. So I was six months on keto, eight months on intermittent fasting, and then it was a half a year of raw vegan. I fasted for 62 days, only tea and water, no supplements, nothing. I, I did all this crazy job, uh, stuff and journal. How did it make me feel? My weight? How did I look? Motivation, sleep all that stuff. And I decided to do it one last time in uh, like a year ago. So I ate myself fat, 220 pounds with M&Ms and pizza and all that stuff to lose weight again. And and uh, maybe I'll show you, maybe I sent over a picture that it can show how I used to look and how I look now. And And then I said, okay, I'm turning 50 soon. I do it one more time and then I stay lean. But the main message basically was business owners, don't be just a leader in your niche, in your business. Be a leader in business and life. And it starts with how you treat your body, your soul, your brain, your like everything. How do you treat yourself? And, and uh, so I invited them to the journey of, getting healthy i shared my workout i shared my and my diet i shared pretty much everything i did to show you just need three things to become healthy know what to do consistency and the discipline to be consistent and and that's it if you know what to do if you create the discipline for consistency uh results will follow and and that's what I'm looking for. By the end of the year, I plan to be down at 7-8% body fat again and go back to my usual clothes and get rid of the things that I bought uh, to have clothes that fits me. Uh, so that's one thing that uh, it's not just for the look. I feel much better being healthy. Nah, I think that's phenomenal, man. Health is wealth, like you say, man. And that was really key. I love everything you just shared just now about just um, fasting as well. You know, fasting is always important. And I know it's a challenge for most of us because um, you have to embrace the challenge, you know, not neglect the challenge, but accept the challenge when it comes to fasting. And it helps us with our mental and our state and our focus. And it goes along with the vision, too, as well, and mission. But um, I enjoyed you today, man. For those that's listening, um, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, thank you all for taking the time to listen. Thank you to thank you for taking time to subscribe, and thank you for taking the time to just be present. You could be anywhere, but you've been present. Um, this is um, uh, one of the dopest, dopest interviews and conversations I've had in, in a long time. 
And this is what I enjoy about being on the Inspire Before You Expire. It's being able to put out great messages that's only going to encourage you and not discourage you and help you move in that right direction. But also take your life, your business, your education, even if you're an athlete, your academics as well, to that very, very next level. But going through the process is going to help as well. So, guys, if you haven't already, go ahead and follow my guy, Mr. Pascal, as he shared. And we'll have the supporting links as well um, on each platform. We thank you. This is the Inspire Before We Expire. And we will be having another conversation. We will. <laughs> thank you so much. And, and we're out. Woo! Yeah. <laughs>